Welcome to the Unhidden Message. This is Roderick. I'm back with a brand new podcast. This is actually a recorded message called How to Receive from God. This is a teaching that I did at Overland Missions Training that just started right here in Zanzibar, Tanzania. So I pray it blesses you. Stay tuned. God bless. So everyone who who does not know my name, my name is Roderick, or Rod for short. And I'm but I'm I'm thankful to be teaching you guys today about how to receive from God. So I know my teammate Kelsey, she talked this morning. So I'm continuing on about that, but from another point of view. I remember four years ago. I was in Bible college in America. Just like you sitting down, have my paper out, writing notes. And four years later, I'm teaching. So I want to let you know, I want to encourage you today that you're not here by accident. You're in a position of receiving right now from God. But maybe four years later, you'll be in the same position as me teaching. So I want to let you know that God is faithful. And what he tells you to do, just be faithful and obey. Because he has great plans for your life. Amen? So, I'll be talking about three things today. Then after those three things I'll talk about, we're going to do some, some practical. I'm going to give you guys a time to uh, spend a long time with God. So you, can, so you can hear God for yourself. We're going to get a time of worship as well. Because God is always speaking to you. We just got to listen. So the three things I'll be talking about today. Number one. Is abide in Christ or remain in Christ. And we'll be talking about that from John chapter 15. The second thing I'll be talking about is just asking God. Ask. If you put that down in all capital letters. Ask. And the third thing is worship. As a lifestyle. So worship as a lifestyle. And kuabudu kama mtindo wa maisha. Kuabudu kama mtindo wa maisha. 
So the first thing I want you to know that na God, kisi. this Bible right here, na kitu cha kwanza ndaka ninyi speaking directly to you. Kwamba hii Biblia hapa inazungumza. This Bible is not a religious book. Yaani hii Biblia si kitabu cha dini. This Bible is not a dead book. Wala si si kitabu cha shetani. This Bible is a lie. The reason I'm here today in Africa Because when I open my Bible I read it Like God is speaking directly to me We understand that God spoke to Moses To David To Apostle Paul But when I read it, God is speaking directly to Roderick. One of my favorite books in the Bible is out of 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy. See, when Paul writes to Timothy, he says, Dear Timothy, But when I read from 1 and 2 Timothy, I hear it and say, Dear Roderick, Apostle Paul's writing to me. So when you read the Bible, Apostle Paul is writing to you. Amen. So number one, the first thing we'll talk about is abide in Christ. Turn, Turn to John chapter 15 verse 7. John chapter 15 verse 7. Wrong. Verse 7, right? Yeah. Okay. I'll read in Swahili. Yes, one. Wait till everybody get there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. The Bible basically says if you abide in Christ, Biblia you will ask God whatever you desire and it will be done for you. So the first thing you got to know when you're abiding in Christ, you have to be connected with Jesus. You cannot walk in this life disconnected from Jesus. To receive from Jesus, you always got to be with Jesus. You got to lean on Jesus like this. He's Jesus, for example. This is you. Wherever Jesus goes, you're like this. 
Everywhere Jesus goes, you, you're connected with Jesus. It doesn't matter where Jesus is at, you're staying with Jesus. It doesn't matter what's going on in your life, you're staying with Jesus. That's how you receive from him. Because he's, all, because he's always speaking to you. The Bible says that without, Jesus said in John 15 verse 5, Without me, you can do nothing. So Jesus is basically saying, whatever you do outside of me, you cannot do. You can, you can try your hardest. You can try to do anything in your own ability. But without Jesus, none of those things will come to pass. Samuel, read John 15, verse 5. <laughs> Amen. So what I say, number one thing, you have to, to receive from God, you have to be connected to Jesus. See, I, I'm from America and I got saved in 2015. <laughs> and before I gave my life to Jesus, I was trying to do all of these things. But none of those things was working out in my life. I had an education. But that didn't bring peace to me. But when I gave my life to Jesus, I started to receive everything he had for me. See, once you give Jesus 100% of your heart, you open yourself up to receive everything he has for you. And that's been six years for me. I stayed with Jesus. I was connected to Jesus. I never left him. It doesn't matter what circumstance comes your way. It doesn't matter what it doesn't matter what opposition comes your way from else. You have to stay connected to Jesus to receive from Amen. Amen. Second thing is out of John chapter 15, verse 11. Basically, it says when you abide in Christ, his joy remains in you, and your joy will be full. And that's out of John chapter 15, 
See, it's a lot of people, even as Zanzibar, are walking around with no joy. They can't receive joy because they're not connected to Jesus. Jesus said, my joy I give to you. Yes, He said, my peace I give to you. The joy that you have in your spirit right now it's not from you. It's a gift from God. The peace that you have right now is a gift from God. So you already received two things. Joy and peace. Jesus wants your joy to be full. He, he wants you to always be happy. In America, there's a lot of depressed Christians. But when Jesus rose from the dead, did you see any depressed people? No, everybody was happy. So that's why I want you to understand to stay connected with Jesus, you should always be joyful. And remember, it is His joy that He gives to you. Alright? The third thing with that, to stay connected with Jesus. You have to know that you are a friend of God. Also, you are a child of God. Jesus said you are no longer a servant. Benwell, I want you to read John chapter 15, 14 through 15. Amen. Asante. So Jesus said, a servant does not know what the master is doing. But he no longer calls anyone that's a child of God a servant. You're a friend of God. You're a child of God. So he's freely given out what he knows to you. You just have to be in the word of God. You have to study the word of God. David said in Psalms. Chapter 119. Your word I have hidden in my heart. That I will not sin against you. So you have to have the word of God into your heart. 
So when God speaks to you, you will know is God speaking to me or is Satan speaking to me. You will know the difference. And that's my goal for you in this class today. For you to go to sleep tonight at peace, knowing that I can receive anything from God. As long as it is in the Bible, yani for vitu lazima viwe katika Biblia. I can read it. Na unaweza kafisoma. And I say it is mine. Na unaweza kasema hivi vitu ni vyangu. And I hide it in my heart. Na unavificha kwenye moyo wako. You have to cherish this Bible. Lazima uwe yani uipende Biblia hii. There's a lot of people in the Middle East and persecuted cities and towns. Watu wengi kule katika mashariki ya kati manake Warabuni huko. Do not even have the Bible. Hawana Biblia hii. But they memorize scripture. Lakini wanakuwa wanakumbuka mistari, wamenifasa mistari. It's in their heart. Na ile mistari iko katika mioyo yao. So the goal is for you to receive Jesus and receive the word in your heart. Nikumpokea Yesu na kupokea neno lake ndani ya moyo wako. Another thing that you got to realize to stay connected with Jesus or in order to receive from him lazima upate kuungana na Yesu ili upate kupokea kutoka kwake You have to remember this thing unatakuwa kukumbuka mambo haya that you did not choose God wewe hukumchagua Mungu God chose you wewe ulichaguliwa na Mungu And I want somebody a volunteer to read John chapter 15 verse 16 mtu asome 15:16 hapo Yohana yoyo who want to read John chapter 15 verse 16 15:16 hebu soma tunataka kutip maandiko si mimi ndio nichagua mimi bali ni mimi niliyochagua ninyi nami nikaweka muende mkazae matunda na matunda yenu yapate kukaa ili kwamba lolote mbali baba kwa jina langu awapendi amen amen it's two things in that scripture that i want to point out the first thing he said you did i mean he said you did not choose me kwanza kabisa mungu kasema wewe hujanichagua mimi but i chose you lakini mimi ndiye niliyokuchagua and he wants you to go and bear fruit for his name na yeye anataka ukazae matunda kwa ajili ya jina lake and also he says whatever you ask the father in my name i will do it na halafu anasema jambo lolote utakalolifanya katika mimi ani ukimuomba lolote yeye atalifanya it's a relief to know that I did not choose God but he chose me. Yaani hilo manake linadhihirisha kwamba wewe hukuchagua Mungu lakini yeye akakuchagua. It takes the pressure off you. Yaani inachukua ile hofu kutoka kwako, unaondoa hofu manake. Now you can freely receive from God. Ukishaondoka ile na hofu unapokea nuru sasa kutoka kwa Mungu. Before I got to Zanzibar I read this verse. Kabla sijaja hapo nguja nilisoma maneno haya. And the pressure was lifted off of me. Na ile hofu Knowing I'm a preacher in Africa is by God. 
kwamba kujua kwamba mimi hapa nitakuja kusema neno la Mungu lakini kwa ajili yake knowing that you here in this three month training is from God yani wewe tambua kwamba uko hapa ni kwa ajili ya Mungu God himself chose you to be here Mungu mwenyewe amekuchagua wakati kwa hapa He moved things around so you can be here yani yeye amesafisha vitu ameondoa vitu ili wakati kwa hapa You did not choose to be here. You just obeyed to be here. Amen. Another thing you have to realize is Jambo jingine unatakuwa kulitambua. I know Kelsey talked about God speaking through dreams. And I know a lot of you probably had dreams from God. Some of those dreams are clear. Some of those dreams you do not quite understand. But that's one of the ways that God speaks to you. But it's not for everybody. God speaks plenty of ways. For example, the reason why I'm here in Zanzibar from America. Two years ago, I was in Zambia, Africa. And I asked God, where do you want me to go next? And I went to sleep that night in my tent. And I had a dream. I was in Zanzibar, Tanzania here. I was on the beach. And I looked around. And I seen shops everywhere outside of the beach. Then I got into a boat. And I went off into the ocean. I woke up from that dream. And I thought about that dream. Weeks went by. And God gave me two confirmations that that was from Him. Mungu akaleta uthibitisho mara mbili kwamba ile ndoto inatoka kwake. I did not even know where Zanzibar was at. So what we're talking about? We did not choose God. He chose you. He chose me. To be here. So it takes the pressure off of you to receive from God. The Bible says in Zechariah chapter 4. Verse 6. He said it's not by power. Not by might. But by my spirit. Says the Lord. So it's not by your own power. It's not by your own ability. But it's by the Holy Spirit. That you are here today. 
God woke you up today. You're walking in strength today. You can see. You can talk. You can touch. You can smell. All those things are from God. That's great news, right? Amen. Hallelujah. So let's continue on. The second thing I want to talk about to receive on how to receive from God. This is very simple. It's one word. Uh, it might be a different word as well. <laughs> but it's called ask. I want you to write that down. That one word in capital letters. Ask God. Lucas, uh, read. We, we're going to turn to Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 through 8. Lucas, I want to read it. Matthew 7, verse 7 through 8. Matthew 7, verse 7. Ombeni nani tapewa dafteni nani dafteni nani taona bisheni nani tafunguliwa kwa maana kila ombaye kupokea naye atafutae huona naye mishae atafunguliwa And I want you to turn to Mark chapter 11. Lakini pia nataka ufungue katika kitabu cha Marko sura ya 11 mstari wa 24. I'm throwing a lot of scripture. Because God speaks through his word. Kwa sababu Mungu huzungumza kutoka katika maneno yake. Amen. Amen. Marko 11:24. Mark chapter 11 verse 24. You can read that. Yeah. nasema kwa sababu hiyo nawaambia yeyote niambayo msisi I want you to write down these three words. Ask. Ask. Seek. Seek. Find. Those three things are important to receive from God. Matthew chapter 7, we can go over it real fast. Verse 7 through 8. He said, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock and a door will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receives. I want y'all to repeat that. Repeat that. For everyone who asks, receives. Tell, repeat it. Like, tell them. Asante. So everyone, that includes everyone in this room. Hilo, 
Whoever asks him, receive. <laughs> and whoever knocks, the door will be open to him. <laughs> and Mark chapter 11, verse 22, it says, <laughs> When you pray, you have to believe. That you have received them already. Unapoomba, lazima uamini kwamba umepokea tayari. And you will have them. Na umesha vipata tayari. I just want to go to, uh, I don't think I have this. Oh, First John chapter 5 verse 14 through 15. Yohana wa kwanza sura atano. Nebu tufungu webule. Yep, so you can read Yeah, that. I can read that. First John 5, okay. 14 through 15. Yohana wa kwanza tano kuminane paka kuminatano ndawusoma. Na huu ndia ujasiri tuliyonao kwake ya kuwa yukiomba kitu sasa na mapenzi yake atusikia na kama tukijua kwamba atusikia tuombacho chote tuajua kwamba tunazo zile haja tulizomomba. Amen. So we have great confidence that whatever we ask, God hears us. As a child of God, God's ear is open to your prayers. When you pray and ask God, He's like this from heaven. Because you are a child of God. So before you go into prayer, you should already know God wants to answer you. The only way you, and God will not respond to you is if you're a wicked person. The Bible says God's ears are open up to the righteous. But, but he is turned away from the wicked. And, about, and also in that verse in First John, John chapter uh, five verse fourteen, it says that. Na iyo Yohana wakwanza surata msara kuminani nduna vosema ivo. If we ask anything according to His will, kama tuki ombalolote ni yekutokana na mapenziyake, He will hear us. What is God's will? How can I know God's will for my life? How can I receive God's will for my life? This is the word of God. This is his will. If you can find it in the Bible, it is his will. Healing is his will. Poverty is not his will. He wants you to enjoy life. Anything like material, financial, anything he wants to answer your prayers. You have to realize that God is your father. I know I have some parents here. When God, when you as a parent, and your kid comes to you and asks you for something. Do you turn your back away from him and walk away? <laughs> no. 
You say, my son, my daughter, what do you need? And if you don't have it, I bet you will make a way to have it. You will find a way to give to your kid. You will move heaven and earth to find that for you, find whatever you, that kid needs for you. It's the same thing with God. So, in order to receive from God, you can't go to Him and say, "Lord, if it be Your will." I want you to heal me. If it be your will, I need money for a training center. And if it be your will, I need clothes for my kids. <laughs> no, that, that's already God's will. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what you say? Oh, it's oh, okay. Anyway. oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, moving on. So I want somebody also to volunteer to read First John chapter three, verse twenty-two. Elise, Elisa, yeah. Can you read? Tell her read. I want everybody to be writing down these scriptures. So, so when you go back and study yourself, you can start receiving it in your heart. She can go So it says, whatever we ask and we receive from God, why? Anybody want to answer that? Why? That whenever we ask God, we receive from Him. It's in the verse. Anybody want to answer that question? Like we, we receive because we, we, we have His, his commandment. 
And we do what is pleasing the Lord in His heart before Him. Okay. So that's two things. So whatever receive from God, receive from God. You keep His commandments. Number one. And you do what's pleasing in it. You do what's pleasing in His sight. Number two. Now, now find that you're looking at on Fraisha. You're on the Babylon. Now find that you're looking at on Beleza. Machoni Bapi. What are His commandments? The first one, we should believe on God's Son, Jesus Christ. And number two, we should love one another. Everything, in order to receive from God, it, it comes from love. You have to love your brother and your sister. You can't hate your brother and sister in Christ. You love them. You forgive them. You be there for them. That's how you receive from God. If you have any unforgiveness in your heart, any jealousy in your heart, any division in your heart, you will not receive from God. Before you even go into prayer, if you have unforgiveness in your heart, the Bible says you run to that person you have unforgiveness with and resolve the issue. Jesus said, how many times do you have to forgive a person? Anybody know? Every time, every time. Yeah, and I think that's 498 times a day. Nah, <laughs> I think 49, 490. <laughs> So that's another way to receive from God. You have to walk in love. Turn to Psalms chapter 34 verse 9 and 10. And you can read it. Yeah. Sante. So it says right there in uh, Psalms chapter 34, it says, Fear God. We fear God not in like. <laughs> we come to God, He's not, not in a scared way, like we, we don't want to be with God. 
Ani ile hofu yetu ya Mungu si kwamba labda yetu. Yaani kwamba yakutisha kwamba mimi naye na Mungu. Fear God is a respect a reverence for God for God. Yaani mhofu Mungu au kumcha Mungu. Eh? So you do things that's pleasing to God. And he said, when you do those things that's pleasing to him, there's no want for your life. There's no lack for your life. And it says, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. So, let's read Matthew chapter 7. You heard this verse already from Kelsey. Chapter, Matthew chapter 7 verse 9. Through 11. Through Matayo saba tisa mpaka 11. We're, we're still on the subject of the subject of asking God. Au kuna mtu yupi kwenu ambaye mwanawe akimuomba mkate atampajiwe au akiomba samaki atampanyoka basi ikiwa ninyi ndio waovu mnajua kuwapa watoto wenu vipao vipao vyema. Yeah. Si sana baba yenu aliyebinguni atawapa Mema wao wa mumbao basi yoyote uh, basi yoyote niatakayo mtendewe na watu nanyi watendeeni vivyo hivyo maana hiyo ndiyo torati ya mana, manabii amen amen so if your your son or daughter comes to you as a parent kama mwanao atija kwa koe kwa and they say mom dad give me a piece of bread labda akasema baba au mama hebu nipe mkate will you give them a stone instead ebwana hebu juulize utampajiwa au no if he asks you for a fish kama akiomba samaki tuseme will you give your son or daughter a serpent utampae nyoka kweli so jesus is saying if the the parents on this earth can give good gifts to their kids Yes, how much more will God your father give good gifts to you? So in order to receive from God, ili upate kupokea kutoka kwa Mungu. He wants you to ask him. Yeye anataka umuombe. He wants to be in every detail of your life. Anataka wewe upate ku even the most simple things in your life you might say not god i'm not going to include god in that no he want to be in every part of your life I want you to turn to Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 through 7. Naka tufungua
We about to read it. So you can go to read it. I am still inside. I'm going to read it. I am still inside. Amen. So it's God is saying, if you need wisdom, what should you do if you need wisdom? Anybody hear what I say, man? Come on, Anybody want to answer? What do you do? Samuel, alright. Samuel, you pray. You ask. Asante, that, that is correct. Also, it says, a person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. If your faith is not in God alone. So basically, you cannot believe God for one moment. Then doubt the next moment. You can't read and say, I receive what the Bible says. So basically what you're doing, you're talking, you're doing this. You believe in God one moment. I receive from him. Then you doubt. Then you believe then you die. You're not going to receive anything from God that way. It doesn't matter what you see. You have to believe the word of God. The Bible says we walk by faith. And not by sight. It doesn't matter what we see. We continue to walk in faith. We continue to believe that we will receive from God. As long as we ask. And it will come to pass. Some things will happen instantly. Some things will happen too much from that day. Some things will happen two years from that day. But it all depends on what you ask him. If a baby goes to God, like yeah, if, a, if a kid goes to God and asks, Kama mtoto akaenda kwa Mungu alafu akamuomba, God, I want to be a doctor. Akamuomba Mungu nataka kuwa daktari. God will say, okay. But you have to wait. Have you ever seen a kid walk in there and take your temperature? No. It's always so adult. 
It's always somebody that reached the age to become a doctor. So God will work with that kid. God, God will get them to the right schools. But it's a process to receive that from God. So you have to remember that. Some things you ask for God, it's instantly what happens. For, for me, for example, he gave me a dream of Zanzibar. But that was in 2019. The dream just now came to pass. In 2021, and I'm in that dream. So it took two years for me to receive what God placed in my heart. One scripture just came to my spirit. I Galatians chapter 6, verse 9. Galatians chapter 6, verse 9. Amen. Amen. So it's God is saying, Apostle Paul, the Holy Spirit speaking through the Apostle Paul. He's noticed that sometimes you will ask and you will get tired. Uh, I don't see that happening in my life. Then the devil will come into your life and try to get you to doubt God. Uh, you're not going to receive that from God. Uh, ben well, you're not going to receive that from God. That, that is a lie from hell. What Galatians 6 verse 9 says. Do not grow weary or tired. For doing good. And due season. You will reap or you will receive. If you do not give up. Come on. I want everybody to write this down. I will not give up. That is so that's very important to know that you will not give up. Knowing that I asked God, kumbuka I receive it. Nimemomba Mungu basi Amen. So the next thing we want to know, everything good comes from God. Nothing bad comes from God. I want you to turn to James chapter 1 verse 17 verse 17 
Tare. Nitausoma. And while you have it, while you're looking for James chapter 1, verse 17, also mark down Psalms 84, 11. Psalm 84, 11. Psalm so you read James chapter 1 verse 17. Kila kutoa kuliko kwema na kila kitoliwacho kilichokamili kutoka juu ushuka kwa baba wa mianda. Kwake hakuna kubadilika wala kivuli cha kugeuka geuka. Amen. Yes, James chapter 1. Yeah. Peter, can you read Psalms 84? Okay, so So James chapter 1 verse 17 says every good and perfect gift comes from God. Yakobo anasema vipi? Anasema it does not say it does not say every bad gift comes from God. I say me from that. Karamazocha John chapter 10 verse 10. Johanna sura 10 verse It says the thief Satan comes to steal, kill and destroy. But Jesus said, I might come that you might have life and life more abundantly. See, the devil wants you to think that it is God doing all the evil. When something bad happens in your life or whatever, the devil said, oh, that was God. And a lot of Christians believe that. But if you read James chapter 1, verse 17, it says, Every perfect gift comes from God. God never changes. If he says, ask me, and you will receive, that is what's going to happen. He doesn't change. Jesus said, I am, to set, I am the same today, yesterday, and forever. If Jesus was blessing people when he was on the earth 2,000 years ago, he is still answering prayer. He still blessed the people in 2021. 
When you read the Old Testament, a lot of people was receiving from God. But we, in the New Testament, we're under a new covenant. With better promises than the Old Testament. Why? Because the, everything that Jesus did for us. So you have to know that you, God has a future for you. A future that is good, not bad. I'm going to just read. I want you to translate for it. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Says the Lord. Thoughts of peace. And, and, and not of evil. To give you a future. And a hope. That is his plans for you. So when you ask God in order to receive from him, you got to know that he has a plan for you. A good plan for your future. It doesn't matter what's going on in the world. You're not of this world. You're passing through. Heaven is your home. Earth is not our home. We're passing through. A lot of people are depressed. A lot of people have no hope. Why? Because they do not have a future. If they do not have Jesus in their heart. Jeremiah chapter 1. Jeremiah chapter 1. Verse 4. You heard this verse already, but I want you to hear it like you never heard this verse kabla sijakuumba katika tumbo na nikujua na kabla hujaoka tumboni na nikutakasa nimekuweka kuwa nabii wa mataifa amen so what what did i say earlier we did not choose god nilikwambia nini kama god chose us right sisi hatukumchagua mungu mungu ndo alichagua sisi sio jeremiah didn't choose god jeremiah hakumchagua mungu god chose jeremiah God did not choose, I mean, Isaiah did not choose God. God chose Isaiah. Apostle Paul did not choose God. God chose Apostle Paul. So we did not choose God. God chose us. And he appointed you to go. And bear fruit in his name. To ask anything in Jesus' name. And he will give it to you. Amen. Amen.
So another way to when you ask God another way to receive, this is very easy. I, I, want, you to write, I want you to write this down. You have to ask God, the Father, in Jesus' name. You don't pray to Jesus. You pray to God in Jesus' name. And I'm going to prove it to you. Turn to John chapter 16. Verse 23. I want you to read from 23, John chapter 16, verse 23 through 27. So 16, 23, 27. Yeah, 6. 24. 23 started 23. All the way Amen. So it's very key. He says, in that day you will ask me nothing. What day is he talking about? He's talking about right now. In that day today. Jesus said, you will ask me nothing. He says, you will ask the Father. In my name. Ask and you will receive. That what your joy may be full. So God wants you to receive from him. So your joy will be full. God does not want you to press. God wants you happy. It brings great honor to his name when you, it, when you pray to him and you receive from him. So do not believe anybody that says, when you ask God in Jesus' name, he will not do it for you. We read earlier, First John chapter 5, if you ask anything according to his will, he will do it. What is his will? The Bible. So to close on this particular subject, of asking God. It is five secrets to answer prayer that I want to give to you. Number one, 
Yeah. All right, five, five secrets. Se- secrets. Yes. Yeah, secrets. And I'm going to go through these pretty fast, so I just want you to write down the scriptures. Number one, put God in remembrance of his word. I repeat, put God in remembrance of his word. And Isaiah chapter 43, verse 26. God is saying, put me in remembrance. Let us contend together. State your case. That you may be acquitted. So basically he is saying, mm-hmm. when you go ask God, you ask God according to his word. I'm gonna give you an example. You go to God and say, God, you said in your word. In Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. Let me go to Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. Turn to Philippians 1, chapter, chapter 1, verse 6. Chapter 1, verse 6. So Philippians chapter 1, verse 6 says, I am confident in this one thing. Philippians chapter 1, verse 6 says, that he that began a good work in me will continue to complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. And that's what you go. You go into God and say, God, you said in your word. God, you said in your word, all things are possible to those who believe. And I believe. Father, you said if I ask anything according to your will, that you hear me. So basically, that is what reminded God of his word. God said he put his word above his name. He said, heaven and earth will pass away. But my word will never pass away. So basically, this whole earth will disappear. But, but his word will remain. So we're confident that whatever we ask in Jesus' name, he will do it. Amen. Number two. We already went over this. Pray to God in Jesus' name. 
And that was out of John chapter 16, verse 23 through 24. Number three. You have to make sure your motives are good. Or your, what's another word? Motives. Motives, yeah. Uh, or, uh, or your desires. Um, James chapter 4, verse 2 to 3. So, so read that real fast. James chapter 4, verse 2 and 3. Okay. Okay. Na kuona wivu wala hamwezi kupata. Mwafanya vita na kupigana wala hamna kitu kwa kuwa hamombi. Hata mwom, hata mwaomba wala hampati kwa sababu mwaomba vibaya ili mvitumie kwa tamazeni. Enyi wazinzi hamjui ya kwamba kuwa rafiki wa dunia ni kuwa dunia kwa Mungu basi kila atakaye kuwa rafiki wa dunia hujifanya kuwa adui wa ma, wa Mungu amen amen so basically he's saying that you have not because you ask not kwa kimsingi nasema kwamba huna kwa sababu hujaomba but he said whenever you ask you do not receive why you don't receive because your desires are wrong lakini inaendelea kusema for example, it's nothing wrong to ask God for a house for your family. But if you ask God for a house because you want to make your friend jealous of you, you will not receive the house. Do you understand? Your desires have to be right. And we can go through an example of somebody that had great desires and they received from God. He's just repeating what you said. Oh, okay. All right. So number four. And we're still on five secrets to answer prayer. Number four. Do not doubt in your heart. Believe God can do the impossible. And you can read that out of Mark chapter 11 verse 23. Mark 11 23. Amini nawaambia yeyote atakaye atakayewaambia mlima huu ngoka ukatupwe baharini wala asione shaka moyoni mwake ila aamini kwamba hayo asemayo yametukia yatakuwa yake amen amen 
So, so when you go and ask God in prayer in order to receive from him you cannot have doubt in your heart. You cannot go into prayer and already doubting that God will not You got to know that all things are possible with God. God created the heavens and the earth. He created everything we can see with our eyes. And everything we cannot see with our eyes. He created all the planets and all the stars. In six days. Six days. And rested on the seventh. How much more will he do for you? So we serve a God is no limit to what he can do for you. Amen. And lastly, number five. You guys already had a little some questions about this. I want you to write down all your questions that you have. And I'm, I'm going to answer some later after the class. But on this next, uh, number five. If you have questions about this. Tomorrow, we're having a whole day on this subject. So you can ask all your questions. Regarding number five. Some today, but majority tomorrow. Amen. So number five is praying in the Holy Ghost. Number tano ni kuomba katika roho mtakatifu. See when Jesus went to heaven, Nona, Yesu alipoenda mbinguni, he sent the Holy Spirit. Alimtuma roho mtakatifu. The Holy Spirit is a person. Roho mtakatifu ni kiumbe. The Holy Spirit is God. Roho mtakatifu ni Mungu. And when the disciples when it was in the upper room, Acts chapter 2 said the Holy Spirit came. And they was endured with power. They was endured with power first. And the evidence of that power. They spoke in tongues. But the first thing they received was power. See, sometimes you go to God and you do not know what to pray. And you're thinking, what can I pray about this situation? That's why he sent the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes into your life. And he dwells into the inside of you. The Holy Spirit knows what to pray. We do not know what to pray all the time. But the Holy Spirit knows you. The Holy Spirit knows God. And he's praying a perfect will through you to God. And Romans chapter 8, verse 26, through 27, proves that. 
Ehe inahakikisha ina, ina jambo hilo. The Holy Spirit is basically making intercession through you to God. Roho Mtakatifu kimsingi anaweka muunganiko wako wewe na Mungu. I pray in the spirit all the time. Naomba katika roho muda wote. Because I know I'm praying the perfect will of God. Kwa sababu najua naomba katika eh mapenzi makamilifu ya Mungu. So Romans chapter 8 Koi warumi mstari wa 26 mpaka 27 yasema kadhalika roho naye hutusaidia udhaifu wetu kwa maana hatujui kuomba jinsi itupasavyo lakini roho mwenyewe hutuombea kwa kuunga kwa kugua usikoweza kujamkwa amen amen so lastly before we conclude Go mwisho kabla hatujamaliza. Now I'm opening up to questions. before questions. I'm going to give you a, a time to be alone with God. Muda huo utumie pamoja na Mungu. Maybe like 10 to 15 minutes. And I want you to listen. Nataka wewe upate usikilize. Maybe play some worship music. Labda pengine wewe usikilize and I know God will speak to you see the next thing I want to talk about before I close it's, it's so powerful in order to receive from God it's worship not just corporate worship but worship as a lifestyle Worshiping God every day. Amen. So, number one. Everything you need from God to receive from God is in His presence. Psalms chapter 16, verse 11. Ishirina sita mstari wa 11. Psalms 16 verse 11. 16:11 Zaburi. Zabura. Al-Kitab al-Zabur. Um kana muqaddas fi al-Masih yasu. Yes. 16:11. Utanijulisha njia ya uzima mbele za uso wako ziko furaha tele na katika mkono wako wa kuume na mema ya milele amen amen so you say in god's presence there are fullness of joy kwa katika uwepo wa mungu kuna ukamilifu wa furaha in god's presence there is peace katika ukamilifu wa katika uwepo wa mungu kuna amani in god's presence there is direction in God's presence there's rest katika uwepo wa Mungu kuna pumziko in God's presence there's strength katika uwepo wa Mungu kuna nguvu kujua nguvu see when you worship God kwa unapomwabudu Mungu even by yourself in your own here katika chumba chako pengine those times when i felt God's presence the strongest 
And I received the most from God when I was alone with God. Just like what we did at the beginning of class. When we lifted our hands, and we just thank the Lord for all that He has done for us. You enter into His presence with thanksgiving. When you start thanking God for what He has already did, His presence comes upon you. Then in that moment, you start to ask God for things. And you start to receive. Maybe you're feeling, have a feeling of, uh, no, I don't want to say depression. A sadness. Not the beginning. Or you're feeling weak. You feel like God is not hearing you. But when you get into his presence, he, start, he starts to strengthen you, and he starts to speak to you, and he starts to encourage you. And I know that's a lot of things that a lot of people want to receive. Maybe you're already thinking of those things in your mind. But when you get into his presence, you forget about everything that's going on around you. And basically, you're entering to heaven. Because in heaven, they always worship in God. They always praise in God. So when we get into his presence, we're basically joining Heaven. It never stops in heaven. That's why it's so important to get into his presence. On a daily basis. Not, not just when you go to church on Sunday. Every day of the week. Get along with God. And get into his presence. And when you ask, you receive. Jesus did the exact same thing. We can read throughout the whole Gospels how Jesus got, went along and got along with God. He was healing the sick, casting out devils. Then, the next thing you know, Jesus left. And he went along with God. It is important to get into God's presence to receive from Him. But one thing that hinders a person to receive from God is sin. We cannot get into God's presence if we're living in sin. That's, a, that's why it's so important to not get into God's presence or try to get in God's presence with unforgiveness in your heart. Or you got anything going on in your life that you need to repent of. See, when you get in God's presence, there's a refreshing. It's kind of like when you're thirsty and you need water. 
and somebody hands you a glass of water and you drink the water that refreshing feeling comes upon you right amen it's the same thing with God's presence so Acts chapter 3 verse 19 he matendo tatu Acts chapter 3 verse 19 Amen. Amen. So it's a refreshing happens when you repent. It's Christian sometimes you make a mistake and you sin. God does not want you to run away from him. God wants you to come to him. And say, Father, I repent. That's one key that I have learned in my life. Be quick to repent. King David did this. When he sinned and committed adultery, at first he kind of denied it. But when the prophet came to him, he, he was quick to repent. He said, Yes, it was me. I did. I repent. And what did God do? Forgive him. And he kept going. And King David is one of the greatest kings that we've ever seen. But he said too. But he was quick to repent. Amen. 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 You have to be quick to repent. You cannot go days and hours alone and not repent. Because we just. Because we just read in his presence a fullness of joy. Everything you need from God is in his presence. So if you're running away from his presence, you're lost. You don't have no direction. So we need God's presence. 24-7. Every day. Every year, every moment. Amen. Amen. So, what's the example of worship from the Bible? King Solomon done one key that I want everyone in here to receive. And we're talking about worship. First Kings, chapter three, and I'll conclude after this uh, story. So 1 Kings chapter 3. Give me a moment. 
So I'm not going to read the whole story. Sendi I'm going to give you a summary. Sendi kisa but I want you to write down this story in your notes. Well, I do want you to read. Lakini nataka wewe 1 Kings chapter 3 usome sura 3 mstari wa 3 through 5 mpaka wa 5 tafadhali nitasoma Na Suleiman naye akapenda akampenda Bwana akienda katika amri za Daudi babaye babaye akienda katika amri za Daudi babaye oh samaha ili ila hutoa Dabihu na kufukiza uvumba katika mahali pajuu. Verse 3 only? No, verse 3. Oh, five. You start at verse 3, yeah. through 5. Basi, mfalme akaenda gibeoni ili atoe dhabihu huko. Kwa kuwa ndipo mahali pajuu palipo paku. Suleiman akatoka, akatoa sadaka elfu za kuteketezwa juu ya madhabahu ile. Na huko Gibeoni Bwana akampokea Suleiman katika ndoto ya usiku. Mungu akamwambia, "Omba utakalo nikupe." Amen. Amen. So, what did Solomon do? Hai, Suleiman hapa alifanya nini jamani? It says he went to worship. Hapa inasema alienda kuabudu. And he offered God sacrifices and burnt incense. Na akamtolea Mungu sadaka ile ya uvumba. And another thing Solomon did, na chengine alichokifanya Suleiman, he loved the Lord. Alimpenda Bwana with all of his heart. Kwa moyo wake wote. So what did God do? Mungu akafanya nini pale? God appeared to Solomon in a dream. Mungu akamtokea Suleiman katika ndoto. And God said this. Na Mungu akasema nini? What do you want? Unataka nini? Ask, hey, and I will give it to you. <laughs> He could have asked for riches. He could have asked for all the women in the world. But no. What did I say earlier? Your desires when you ask God got to be correct. So, so Solomon's desires was right in God's eyes. So, he said, God says, I will give you what you asked for. Is this New Testament? No. This is what? Old Testament. What are we living in? New Testament. Under, under a better covenant. With better promises. So, let me go to, let me see, where is that? 
Okay. Verse 13. So read verse 13 through 14. So read verse 13 through 14. So read verse 13 through 14. Nitazifanya siku zako kwa nyingi. Naye Suleiman akaamka na kumbe ni ndoto. Akaenda Yerusalemu akasimama mbele ya sanduku la Agatha. Nafikiri 18 tu. So 14, right? Yeah, I was 14. Yeah, 14. Okay. So God said, I will give you what you ask for. I will give you wisdom. Na Mungu akamwambia, nitakupa kitu kimo, nitakupa hekima. But I also give you what you did not ask for. Lakini pia nitakupa sisi ulichokuwa unyanyema. Are you serious? So what did he give him? He said, I will give you riches. I will give you the life for your enemies. I will give you honor. I will give you long life. And this is the old covenant. And that's so it's two ways that God spoke to him. Well, one way that God spoke through Solomon. Well, two ways. Worship. God, Solomon worshiped God first. Then, then God spoke to Solomon through a dream. Then Solomon realized, like, wait, that was a dream. So what did I say earlier? Jesus is saying today, yesterday, and forever. So if God spoke the dreams in the Old Testament, God will speak through dreams today. But the first key that I want you to know that Solomon worshiped God kwamba Suleiman alimwabudu Mungu alimtolea sadaka alitoa kwa Mungu na Mungu akaliona na akamtokea kwenye ndoto na na Suleiman hakumwambia Mungu eti nataka hichi yani hajamwambia moja kwa moja God said to God said, what do you want? He said, ask me. I'm reading the scripture. That wasn't Solomon. That was God. So what did I say earlier? When you read the Bible, read it as it's talking directly to you. So when I read that story about Solomon, he's speaking to Roger. I'll receive it. I'm going to go worship God. I'm going to give. Freely. Knowing that what? That pleases God. So one of the ways to receive from God is do what Solomon did. 
He worshiped. He went to the place of worship. And he offered sacrifices to God. That's what we need to do. That's what you need to do. Worship him. Thank him. For everything that he has done for you. It is a miracle that you're born again. If Jesus didn't go to the cross. We will be dead in our sins still. We will be going to hell. But no. Jesus did all that for us. If you have anything else to be thankful for today, be thankful that you are born again. The greatest miracle is not a healing, it's not signs of wonders, it's a person being transformed from death to life. They was dead. They become a new person. We, we were, I was dead. You was dead. But when you receive Jesus into your heart, you become alive. You become a new person. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are new. So that's what you should be thankful for. And when you be, and when you thankful for him, I can even feel the presence of God right now. As you thank God, His presence comes. The Holy Spirit comes. And I can feel it so strongly right now. That just thanking God for what He has done for me. I should be dead. Maybe some of you should be dead. Maybe some of you should be in jail. Maybe some of you should be depressed. Maybe some of you should be addicted to drugs. But no, Jesus came. And he set you free. Because the Bible says, who the Son sets free is free indeed. Amen. Amen. So that's something you should be thankful for. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians, I believe chapter 5, it says rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. And everything give thanks. For what? This is the will of God in Christ Jesus. So being thankful, worshiping God, Brings the presence into your life. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to take some minutes to get along with God. Go to a certain place in the room. And if we might try, we're going to try to hook up play some worship music. And we're going to worship God. And when you worship God, His presence will come. And when I say when His presence comes, you ask God. And He said, He will hear you. If you ask according to His will. If you can find it in the Bible, it is His will. Amen. 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 All right, so we're gonna get we're gonna take about ten to fifteen minutes. And I want everyone to get to a place along with God. I want you to get your notebook. I want you to get a pen. 
And we're gonna do this practically. This is how I hear from God. The reason I'm here today because of the times of all I spent with God. I did not run to somebody else to make sure they hear from God for me. What is that? I didn't run to somebody else to uh, hear from God for me. Uh, I got along with God. I, I think I, I, guess, I missed that one. Okay. Like even before. Okay, it's fine. Just say, I got, you know, the most important thing is just to get along with God. Uh -huh. And He will speak to you. He going to speak to you through the Word. Maybe you have a vision. Maybe you have an encouraging word for somebody else. And you will feel a peace come upon you. And you act on that peace. You feel what it says. If you can find it in the word, it's God. Right now, God is speaking through me through scriptures. For, for example, I, I sit alone with God at night and He'll give me a verse. And sometimes I never read that verse before. But when I go and open my Bible to that verse, it speaks directly to me. And I will, oh, this is what you're saying. And I meditate on that verse. So, so I believe that God might give you a verse. You write it down. You write the whole verse out. And you meditate, you think upon it. And that's a word for you. Amen. Alright, so I'm going to play some words of music. Atenda kupigia mziki wakwa umu.